the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts and explore deepening truth in support of the path to unity and enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be looking at evolving DNA. In times past, DNA was considered to be a set thing. You got what you got and expressed accordingly. Now science is uncovering evidence that DNA is much more malleable than formerly thought. There's even evidence indicating that the trauma of our ancestors is imprinted and passed on through DNA. If this is indeed true, after millennia of passing down trauma, how much of what we express is ancestral damage rather than true expression? Is there a way to reverse the process of storing trauma in the DNA? A way to heal ancestral damage? Another interesting concept is what's been referred to as junk DNA. Nature doesn't make junk. Everything is purposeful and precise. So what is the DNA we refer to as junk? Is it from a former time when we were passing through a higher portion frequency of the galaxy? What if it's been dormant, simply waiting for the expanding light of our times to wake it up? What evolutionary effect could result from healing ancestral trauma and activating dormant DNA? With us this hour to explore these possibilities is Jean Audrine, the creator of Inner Speak, a method for clearing ancestral and past life blocks. She's the author of four books and two decks of clearing and activation cards. Her latest book, Reconnecting Soul, 
guidebook to the 142 DNA activation card deck. Jean has a BA in psychology from Florida State University and completed the University of South's four-year education for ministry program. She teaches and speaks internationally. Her website, jeanaudrine.com. Jean, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Brother, thank you so much for having me here. I'm honored. Thank you. How did you first become interested in uh, DNA? Well, you know, I'm, a, I'm an empath. I'm a channel. And um, I began to receive information that, was, that led me to believe that we didn't have the full story on DNA. Uh, my guide said that originally we had a lot more DNA than what science shows us now to be true, the two strands that we're currently aware of. And they invited me to take on the responsibility of, of trying to help people awaken to the latent strands of DNA, which may be the stuff you were talking about as far as junk DNA is concerned, or it may be an aspect of DNA in another dimension because we're multidimensional beings. I'm not really sure, but I just know that we're supposed to have 144 strands of it in order to move through this time of accelerated evolution um, and express ourselves at our fullest potential. So, do you have any formal education on the subject of DNA? No, ma'am. My, my degree is in psychology. <laughs> I have a minor in Spanish. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. So, so all the all your work is based on what you're getting from guides. How how do you know where your information is coming from? You know, um, I surrender into it, and I ask always that I only receive information from the highest light, the highest source possible. Um, and, and I trust that. I trust it explicitly. I can tell, because again, I am an empath, I can tell when I'm receiving information that is lower vibrational because I feel the difference. Um, and when I'm receiving information from guides of the highest light, um, it's, it feels like love. It's very empowering. Um, I feel like I'm in a love bath when I'm receiving it. Um, and then I ask, so, are you from the light or not? And my belief is that if you ask directly to your source, they can't really lie to you about where they're coming from. So now, what does that mean? You know, what, what does that mean, beings of the highest light? I do want to explore that a little bit further um, because I'm not really sure. Um, my belief system is changing on a daily basis from the fundamental religious upbringing that I had that was about, you know, gods and angels and things like that, um, to perhaps more of a divine mind concept, um, and uh, that a lot of the uh, energetic information that we're receiving that is a very high vibration might actually come from other galaxies. Um, So I don't know. With the understanding that you don't have a formal education in DNA and you're getting your information from other sources, um, what is a DNA activation? Okay, so this is something that one does to oneself by asking and intending that it be so. And the only way that, uh, that I can sort of grade the value of DNA activations and the material that I received is by the fruits of it. I mean, what happens? 
with it. Um, does positive stuff happen when you do DNA activation or not? Is there tangible so, result from doing a DNA activation or not? So are there any scientific studies being done on DNA activation or clearing? You know, I'm not sure. I know that there are a lot of scientific studies being done on the, the concept of DNA itself and whether or not it is sentient and has the ability to make change. So there is scientific work being done on that, and I'm, I'm assuming and hoping that it will actually prove um, what I believe to be true. So um, according to your sources, exactly what is DNA other than what we've learned from science? Um, DNA is a, um, a material that has the ability to hold information. It's like um, there are a lot of people that refer to the Akashic Records. So perhaps the Akashic Records are stored in our DNA. But DNA holds our history. It holds um, the evolution of a particular uh, lineage of human being because it is, it's, it's a human thing. It's not a uh, celestial thing. Um, and so information is passed from parent to child, parent to child, parent to child, using the DNA. You know, that's, that's, that's fascinating because if you think about it, if it holds past information, where did it begin? Exactly, exactly. And I'm assuming that it began when the human species was originally created. Fascinating. Because it is, like you said, it's, it's a human thing. Talk and about being guides, older than dirt, right? Well, yeah. Mm. Uh, my guides told me that uh, originally we had 144 strands of DNA and that we shared our DNA with a civilization from another place that had rendered itself sterile. They couldn't reproduce themselves, and so they were going extinct. And because they were more technologically advanced than humans on Earth, they had the ability to do intergalactic travel. They came here. They worked with us. Um, and when they left, they were able to make their civilization survive. And we were left, you know, seemingly quite content with two strands of DNA. We didn't realize that... Um, we were missing anything. It's, it's you know, gotten us through. You one know? thing, one thing that um, you know that I find that's common to all forms of esoteric information coming through from guides and helping spirits and this and that is very mm -hmm. often it can be allegorical rather than literal. How do you know this information you're getting is not an allegory for other information or energetic information versus literally another race from another planet with uh, advanced technology? You know, I believe that you're actually right on there. I believe that it probably is allegoric. Um, and I think that in order to make our linear mind be able to conceive, have a frame of reference for the understanding of the allegory, then we get given these stories. And try to make sense of it. So we're actually yeah. not getting the whole truth, are we? I don't think we ever have. Yeah. <laughs> Limited by our understanding. Exactly, because it's only it's how much can you handle. And we're expanding that framework, I believe, on a daily basis. I think that the, uh, the consciousness of planet Earth is, is rising um, every day. There's so much light and energy coming onto the planet that we are growing in consciousness. But, you know, it's like a friend of mine told me a long time ago that you can't describe a color you've never seen. So, so what's you have the, to have we have just a little bit of time left in this segment. Huh? What 
we, we have just a little bit of time left in this segment. What is causing the expansion of light at this time? I believe that it's all part of a divine plan of the cosmos for us to um, raise in consciousness so that we can be fuller expressions of the divine. Still that being the case, what's, what's the mechanism by which it's happening? Uh, photons, light, light particle energy coming from the center of the galaxy. Have we changed our, our, okay, we've, we've kind of changed our relationship to that. Is that what's going on? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's, we're, we're more accepting. Um, the earth is actually turning so that it's, it's in a place to be able to receive that. Well, we're um, we're going to have to take that promised, promised break. It's time okay. for a short pause. Gene and I will be back after this commercial break. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? 
Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. Remember, past episodes are available on our website, missionevolution.org. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka, and our guest is ours, Jean Audrine. Her website, jeanaudrine.com. Jean, can, what can you tell us about the 142 DNA activations? Okay, so when my guides began to talk to me about this um, gap, if you will, between what we have and what we could have, um, they told me that if I wanted to, that I could draw 142 pictures that would each, they're glyphs, and they would hold a frequency of, of one of these latent strands of DNA, and that people could uh, then, I'm sorry, you're going to have to back up. What's a glyph? A glyph is a picture. Um, it's a, it's like a hieroglyph. Um, like, oh, okay. um, yeah, we've been using them throughout the millennia. Uh, different cultures and civilizations have transferred information through glyphs. So I suppose it wasn't that foreign to me when they told me that I could do this. What was foreign to me was that I don't have any capability of drawing. <laughs> I immediately went, whoa, you know, I, I don't know how to draw. And they said, well, we happen to know that you have not one but two packs of colored pencils you've never opened and a drawing pad. We'll show you how to do this. You know, so that's what happened. And it took me about six months to draw these 142 pictures. Um, and each one comes with frequency and it comes with information about what it means to have that particular strand of DNA now activated. Does it work kind of like a mandala where you meditate on it and it activates a different part of your brain? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, So, um, yeah, oh, go ahead, sorry. uh, I'm sorry, go on, You, you weren't done with that thought. Yeah, so, um, basically, each of these strands of DNA not only, um, activates etheric DNA aspect, and maybe even physical, I don't know, um, but it also activates some of our innate gifts. And what happened when we lovingly assisted another civilization, according to that allegory, um, we gave away our gifts, we gave away our power. And so it's really incumbent upon each of us now to go back and claim our power and start standing in it, perhaps for the first time in the history of the human species. What do you mean by etheric DNA? How does that differ from the DNA we're familiar with? So the DNA that we're familiar with is two specific um, strands, um, double helix strands, and they are physically inside the cells of the body. And the 142 strands of DNA that are capable of being activated using these glyphs are not necessarily physical, or at least if they are physical, we can't, science can't see them yet. Now, I believe everything happens 
in the etheric first, and then as we claim it more and more and more with our attention and intention, then it can become physical. So, for example, prayer, um, when one prays for uh, physical healing or for a physical thing to happen, there's nothing there that shows that that, whatever the desired outcome of the prayer, exists. But if we stand firm in our trust and hold fast to um, that prayer, eventually stuff does manifest in the physical plane. And I kind of think that's what's happening with respect to the DNA. All right, so let's talk about the difference between the, these additional strands of DNA um, that are etheric and what science is referring to as junk DNA. Are they related mm-hmm. in any way, or what's going on there? Do you know? Well, they, they are very well may be related, um, and that the junk DNA may actually be what we're activating with these activations uh, because science really only can understand in the human genome uh, less than 15% of what actually is in those strands of DNA. They've they've been able to find a relationship or a meaning for less than 15%. So uh, let me see, let me see if we got this right. So scientifically, um, the scientists will tell you that they see less, they see more than 15%. Well, they're able to identify what only 15% of the DNA that they see does. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, and so they've mapped that out, and they're using that sort of genetic material now to do immunotherapy, to assist in um, healing people of dis-ease. Uh, you know, they're, they're putting it to use. Um, they're doing gene therapy, sometimes even before a baby's born. They can change the outcome of a child's life by modifying that, some part of that 15% of the DNA. So where's all this ancestral damage being held? It's either being held uh, in the junk DNA or in, uh, in the emotional, mental, or spiritual body of an individual. But it, it is actually being held. And there's been reference through, to that through um, scriptural material in different traditions throughout time. I know in the, in the Christian tradition that I'm familiar with, the Master Jesus said that the sins of the fathers are visited upon the sons up to seven generations. Yeah, and, and that's a Native American prophecy as well. Exactly, exactly. And I also believe that that number seven is one of those mystical numbers that doesn't necessarily mean a literal seven, but it means as long as it takes until someone's willing to stand up and say, okay, stop this insanity, talk to the hand, let's fix this. And more often than not, that stop to the hand piece of it has to do with going back to the point of creation and doing the forgiveness and release work that's necessary to let it go. So we've been storing this damage for generations, um, mm-hmm. and, and now we're moving into, a, from what I'm understanding, you're getting information saying, now we're moving into an era where we have an opportunity to reverse that process? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That could be pretty exciting. I think it is. Uh, you know, and um, I believe that there's nothing that the physical body can't heal. If we get out of its way... Um, and by getting out of its way, and we, I'm talking about we, the souls that are residing inside the body, um, and what we do to get in the way of the body is we limit it through our belief systems. 
Well, that, that's that's the truth, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> we yeah, can only, absolutely. We can, only, we can only work with what we believe in. So mm-hmm. uh, you're making studies uh, as you're working with this. How are you making yes, these studies? Are you using the scientific method? I am. I'm keeping records of the people that I work with and the changes that I'm seeing with them. And I suppose at some point in time I'll write another book and publish the results of the studies. So are you using the double-blind test? Um, uh, do you have training in the scientific method? I did it for my psychology degree, um, but right now what I'm doing is just, I'm, at this point in my process, I'm just keeping records of the individuals that I'm working with. I have not gotten to the point where I'm actually doing placebo work as well. Okay, so you're documenting subjective information. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, how can you be sure that the DNA activations are having an effect? What are you seeing there? So, you know, there's no way for me to really be sure other than the fact that when I talk to my client and they tell me the specific shifts that they have noticed in their life um, after having the DNA uh, activations done, and they do them to themselves. It's not anything I do to anybody. Um, I give the power to the person to take responsibility for their own life and their own reality. So I want to make that clear. Um, But, for example, one of those DNA strands is the DNA strand of abundance. And people are contacting me and telling me, okay, I've done the DNA strand of abundance activation, and my prosperity has increased by this, 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 and this. Like my now, income has grown. My uh, ability to receive in other areas of my life has changed. Now, from what I've seen and what I've heard, we're talking uh, frequency shift. Yes. So as you activate DNA, you're activating or initiating a frequency shift. What about mm-hmm. all the things held in suspension at the lower frequency? Isn't there a lot of clearing to do and issues that come up as a result of that shift? Absolutely. You know, every time you make a frequency shift, you are faced with um, the shadow aspect of whatever that frequency shift is. So um, you get to deal with any fears that you have related to your um, growth in consciousness. And you can choose to face those fears and let them go, clear them away or not. So do people go into crisis sometimes? And if so, do you have a referral um, network for them? So at this point, uh, and there are probably, I probably sold mm, 5,000 decks of these cards. And no one has reported having any kind of crisis at all. Because basically, as you begin to do this work, you, you harness your own power to let go of your fear. And, uh, you know, some people do contact me or other people who do clearing work um, as stuff comes up. But I've not had anybody report any crisis from this. Interesting. So it sounds like it's either either not effective or very gentle. You know, gentle was what I asked for. Um, even the first work that I received that was channeled, was, which is Interspeak, the, the healing modality that clears karmic and ancestral blocks. When I began to receive that, I spoke to my guides and I said, you know what, I have been, uh, I've I've done enough energy work in my lifetime um, that has made me feel worse 
going out the door than I did coming in. In other words, it did create healing crisis. And if this work is going to do that, I'm not your girl. Go find somebody else. I got it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm afraid in. we're we're going to have to take another short pause. Jean okay. and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this break. So you stay right there. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, www.missionevolution.org, bringing the latest tools and information to support the path to enlightenment. I'm your host, Golda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Jean Audrine. Her website, jeanaudrine.com. Jean, how do you see us evolving through activating DNA? I see us as moving into our own perfection and our own empowerment. Um, I see us as releasing limits um, and boundaries that we have placed on ourselves, both individually and as a species. Um, And I see us moving into a, a place where we have the potential for, A, much more joy in our lives, ease and grace, but also where we have the potential to be able to create, um, whatever reality we desire in our life, in any area of our life. Do you think that um, the ancestral damage has actually shut off some of our DNA strands? You know, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Um, But I do know that 
if, in fact, it hasn't shut off DNA strands. What it has done is shut off our ability to manifest the things that we do want in our lives rather than the same old, same old um, that has been passed through the lineage, which is generally uh, ends up being the things we don't want. Lack, limitation, um, compromised health, et cetera, et cetera. So how long have you been doing this work, Jean? Uh, I began to receive information in 2002. And up to that point, Wilma, I had no earthly idea that I was a channel. I didn't even know what channeling was. So tell us, what is is channeling? (laughs) Channeling is opening to receive information from non-physical sources. Well, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the non-physical, yes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so again, it's been going on forever. Um, You know, if you look in the Christian Bible, the prophets were talking to quote unquote God and were receiving information back in the BC timeframe. And in my opinion, that's channeling. How could a person tell if they're channeling or if they're just tapping into something that they're imagining and and making up? Because it comes through the same channels, I understand. It does. And, you know, maybe there's not a reason to distinguish, uh, because if you bring, if you have information that you make up in your head, and it serves you, and it doesn't hurt you, and it doesn't hurt anybody else, is there something wrong with that? I've seen um, cases where people are, instead of channeling, they're delusional, but they're convinced they're channeling. And then uh-huh. they start getting a whole bunch of people on their bandwagon, and that is damaging. Yeah, you know, how, exactly. how can a person tell whether they're dancing with one of those? Because they could be very convincing. I mean, look at Hitler. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so that's where I'm saying that if it's, if it's not causing damage to myself or to someone else, then I think I'm probably going to go with it, you know, and when it begins to become hurtful to myself or to someone else, um, then that's when I, I stop. But again, my intention and my asking is always that I only am communicating with energies from the highest light. What is the highest light as opposed to the lowest dark? Yeah, so, you know, it's all tied in together. You know, I believe that the the Chinese Tao symbol, the yin and the yang, is probably a pretty good representation for the reality of the universe. Um, inside the lightest light is the darkest dark, and inside the darkest dark is light. Um, so it is all part of the one, and I believe that we're all part of the one, um, and we're all connected. And so we just, I guess my goal is to work with the highest possible vibration and frequency uh, to receive my information as opposed to lower vibrational frequencies. Does that answer your question? No, <laughs> but then it's okay. a question that's very difficult to answer as far as I'm concerned. Um, it, it just seems like it should be more of a question of balance versus higher or lower, and it might just be semantics here. Yeah, you know, and I think the balance is what comes in with that uh, the yin and yang symbol that is balance. It's got it all in, ba- in balance. Um, and so, you know, I know that we all have a shadow side, um, but my goal 
for myself personally, and I can really only speak for that, is to bring my light aspect and my shadow aspect into balance so that there's nothing hidden. So it's all a matter of conscious. Clear. It's all a matter, yeah. a matter of consciousness then. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the yeah. unconscious shadow or the unconscious light will kind of grab you in the backside. Exactly. Yeah. If you're not aware of it, then you do have the potential to do damage. And not even know it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if the inactive DNA is already present, does this mean that at one time it was active and we devolved consciousness, rendering it dormant? So I believe that it is already present. I believe that everything already exists. Um, you know, and all we have to do is bring it into our uh, our reality, into our individual manifestation. And so, you know, we were talking about the allegory of the story of where, what happened to the DNA. And I don't know the specific, I just know that, you know, what I was told was that we gave it away, that we weren't dumbed down because initially when they started talking to me about it, I went into this, you know, conspiracy theory thing about, okay, so who came here and took away my DNA, you know, and why, and how did I let that happen? And they said, no, no, no. That's not what happened at all, that the benevolence of the human species was to assist someone who asked. And, and in doing that, gave it away um, without realizing that it was going to cause detriment later on. I mean, everything seemed to be fine at the point that it was given away. Um, but now, when we've reached a point of consciousness where we can really begin to use all of these gifts and abilities to create positive reality for not only ourselves, but for the entire um, mass consciousness, then it's incumbent upon us to go back and and clean up our mess. So how are we going to create this um, conscious reality for the the masses? Go into that a little for us, would you? Okay. Well, we can only create conscious reality for ourselves. We can't change and we can't work in anybody else's reality. The only reality that I have responsibility for and accountability for is my own, that light that's inside me. And so as I do that, um, then, uh, you know, Rupert Sheldrake had that story about the hundredth monkey. Um, as I do that, then I'm moving my reality in the direction of ascension and everybody else who is waking up to that piece of reality for themselves is also moving us. And as soon as we get to a tipping point, then everybody will get it, just like the monkeys in Rupert Sheldrake's story, where they started off one monkey washing her potato before she ate it, and then pretty soon other monkeys on that island were doing it. And eventually every monkey in that species everywhere they were in the world started washing their food before they ate it, even though they had no way of communicating with one another. It's a great story, isn't it? It is a great story. I love it. And, you know, again, it's allegory. Um, but well, it might have been got a, a true yeah. thing. I don't know. I, I've got another question for you. Okay. Um, you said that you're not responsible for anyone's um, um, evolution but your own, mm-hmm. and yet you're creating these cards and selling them to the public. How do you mm-hmm. know they weren't given just for you? You know, because my my guides told me that it was my job to bring this in and give it to others. And so I said, okay. And then it, it came about, and it's apparently assisting people. 
and it doesn't appear to be damaging anybody. So I keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's just it's just fascinating, isn't it, that we have these things that come, and how do you know it's for you or for others, even if they say it is? Right. And and you don't. You really don't. You just have to again go by the go by the fruits of the of the labor. What's happening from it? You know, um, it, does it appear to be helping or does it not? It can have you seen that people tend to turn their power over to the 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 tool rather than uh, themselves? You know, not so much. Um, I, I I do watch people give their power away to other people and other things all the time. I mean, it, it's really interesting to me how people seem to be um, just ready to give their power away to the next silver bullet that comes along, you know, in, in every area of their life, be it um, money-making schemes, be it diet, be it, be it the latest diet fad, uh, exercise, whatever it is. So, you know, um, maybe there's part of that in what attracts people to purchase these cards. I don't know. Um, but they, the goal is for them to do their own work and empower themselves to, uh, to take responsibility for their reality and not give it to anybody else. And, you know, and, and people will come to me and they'll, you know, they'll want me to, to help them. Uh, they want me to be their guru, their, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, uh, that's not my job. You know, I'm giving you a tool and you can do with the tool what feels right for you. And if it works for you, that's wonderful. If it doesn't, you know, you haven't really expended a whole bunch of money. It's just a deck of cards. Um, and um, have a nice life. Well, it's just about time for another break. On the other side, I'd like to get a little further into um, conscious creation and realities as it relates to our DNA and where we can go with it. We do need to take that break now, though, so Jean and I will be back shortly. Don't you dare go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. 
They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, www.missionevolution.org, bringing the latest developments in an evolving world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. I always love suggestions from my listeners. You can email me at info at missionevolution.org to propose a topic or a guest that's on your mind, and I'm sure we'll all enjoy them. Our guest this hour is Jean Audrine. Her website, jeanaudrine.com. Jean, what, how does DNA support conscious creation? So I believe that this is a, a holographic universe. You know, as above, so below. Okay, and so let's let's back up. Let's back up. For those okay. of us that don't know what that means, would you describe what yeah. you mean by holographic universe? So, um, you know, in fractal geometry, um, the smallest particle evolves out into uh, the largest in a quantum way, and vice versa. The largest goes down into the smallest. So, if something exists in the higher realms, then it can also exist on Earth. If something, for example, if I have a soul, then I believe that every cell of my body has a soul. I believe every organ and gland in my body has a soul. Um, and that's, that's the holographic universe. It, it's just taking the, the quantum down into the tiny. So the same, the, basically the same laws of nature apply at, at any size or in any place? Yes. Okay, so like an atom responds the same thing that the, that the galaxies do. Yes. Okay, I think I understand. We can continue. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, um, so I believe that DNA is sentient, just like you and I are, 
and but it has a soul, it has a mission, it has a purpose, and it will respond to um, requests upon it. So therefore, you know, I believe that we can call out to our DNA and invite our DNA to support whatever it is that we desire to manifest into reality. And I think the same thing goes for the cell as a whole, because the DNA is part of the nucleus of the cell. And so let's step it up to the cell as a whole. The cell has a purpose. For example, skin cells have the purpose of making the, the boundary to hold the body intact. Um, the cells in the eye have the purpose of creating vision, and it goes on and on. Um, so they've got their own mission and purpose. And so you can invite the cells of your body or a particular aspect of your body to align with the conscious choice that you want to make. So let's just take the skin, for example. It's the largest organ in the body. So what's the possibility that I can communicate with the skin cells at the cellular soul level, the souls of my skin cells, and invite my skin to replicate every time it replicates? Because it turns over every six weeks. You've got a whole new body on the outside. Um, So I could invite the, the cells of my skin to replicate back to their original blueprint, free from scars, free from wrinkles, free from signs of aging, and in doing so, then the appearance of the skin would look younger and more viable, more healthy, um, et cetera, et cetera. That's one so, way. So basically what you're do doing this. here, basically what you're doing here is you're trying to create an interactive community between um, all your pieces, parts, and your, and your consciousness. Yes, and I do believe that that is possible. And I'm really embarking on an experiment with myself right now, and, uh, and this may very well be, be my next book, where I am doing this work. I'm talking to my DNA. I'm talking to the, the stem cells, the etheric stem cells in my body that have the ability to replicate into whatever they need to replicate into, not necessarily, you know, the skin cells keeping to be skin cells and stomach cells, staying stomach cells. Um, But stem cells have the ability to become anything. And science is working with stem cells now, um, using them to make corrections into places in people's bodies where things need to be recreated. Um, So I'm talking to myself and I'm inviting myself to locate the uh, stem cell team leaders to go into my knee joint. I don't have any cartilage in my right knee. Injuries many years ago um, and then 71 years old uh, kind of thing. Uh, You know, uh, I really don't want to have surgery on my body to have a knee replacement. I would like to allow my body to heal itself. So I'm working with that now to... So you have all sorts of medical... You have all sorts of medical tests and x-rays and this and that to to indicate where you started out on this. Is that correct? I do. I have an MRI that shows no cartilage. And what the surgeon said was that the meniscus in the knee was shredded. Those were his words, not mine. Ouch. Yeah. So um, what I'm doing now, and I only embarked on this last week. It just finally occurred to me, why do I want to deal with this any longer? Why not? harness my own personal power 
to work with my cells and to work with my DNA to do what I keep telling people they can do. So um, let's change uh, tracks just a little bit. What do you mean by clearing ancestral and past life blocks? Okay. So what I mean is, is locating where the block was created. And I use my own tool, which is Interspeak, to do that. It's very literal as far as you know, using muscle testing and, and going back and finding exactly what happened to what ancestor. And then it's it, very little about telling you what needs to be done in order to release that old wound or that old limiting belief. More so often gonna, than not, I'm going to have I'm going to have to back you up again. What's muscle okay. testing? Okay. Um, muscle testing is utilizing the uh, any particular muscle in the body to let the body tell you what is yes and what is no. And this has been scientifically documented for many, many years. Chiropractors use this all the time to locate subluxations in the spine. And um, David Hawkins actually wrote a book on it called Power Versus Force. Um, so people who are interested in muscle testing can go get David Hawkins' book and, and see how to do it and what it can do for you. But the body won't lie when it is asked a yes or no question about what is true in the present moment. Now, you can't ask your body to give you the lottery numbers and muscle test and, and get numbers and expect them to work. How um, disappointing. I know, darn it. Uh, I mean, I think if you could do it right at the exact second that the lottery was being drawn, your body probably could tell you what the numbers were going to be. But it's only good for the present moment. And it's only good for that particular body. So um, that's what muscle testing is all about. And I connect in um, with a client or even with myself because I work on myself almost every day um, to locate these blocks and let them go. And I allow their body to show through muscle testing what piece of information in my protocol is relevant to the client. And then I give that information to the client and they acknowledge they heard it. And then we go find another piece and another piece, which will actually then take you to the point of creation of whatever the block is. And then you clear it. And at the end of the session, it's gone. Now I need to clarify something The David Hawkins, you talked about, he's not the physicist that just passed away. Um, no. Uh, well, I don't know if he passed away or not. I'm not sure. But I know that he wrote a book, and the book is called Power Versus Force. He's actually written several books, but that was his first one. That's the one that gave him uh, preeminence in his field. Yeah, I think we're talking two different people here. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think the one you're talking about is alive, but he's not a physicist. He's a chiropractor, yes? I don't know what he is. Um, so the um, you're talking about the guy that was in the wheelchair? Yes, yes. Yeah, Lovely yeah, yeah. Man. Oh, right, yes. And I'm trying to think what his name was, but there was a movie about him, and I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but it wasn't David Hawkins. So how um, are ancestral and past life blocks associated with the DNA, or are they? Well, I do believe that that's where they are that's how they're passed down from person to person um, in the lineage. Um, and as far as past life blocks are concerned, that is, um, I don't really know that there actually is something specifically as a past life. I believe that there's no such thing as time. And all this stuff is happening to us right now um, because we're just multidimensional beings. So what we might consider to be a past life is actually happening in another dimension, not the one where you and I are 
you know, on conversation on the radio, um, but a different dimension. Past life is a frame of reference term. That but makes sense. To, that makes sense to me. You know, if if we're all connected through our DNA and everything's connected above and below and, and elsewhere, uh, it seems like it's also more allegorical than literal. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what evolutionary effect could result from healing ancestral trauma? Well, we could get back to that place of perfection um, where we are tapped into uh, the knowledge that we had before we began to close the doors. And I think that that's really what happens with ancestral trauma and other lifetime trauma is we close the doors on rooms that have vast quantities of information that we need um, so that we begin to limit ourselves and we can't um, have, we can't make manifest all of the joy, all of the peace, all the good health, all the wealth that we would like to do that. We just, because we don't know how to do it anymore. Well, you know, it's so. hard to believe, but we're already out of time. Jean, thank you so oh, much no for way. coming. <laughs> yeah, thanks oh, for coming on the show. Thank you. Our guest this hour has been Jean Audrine, the creator of Inner Speak and the author of four books and two decks of activation cards. Her latest book is Reconnecting Soul. Guidebook to the 442 DNA Activation Card Deck. Her website, jeanaudrine.com. Remember to join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting new things we have coming up at missionevolution.org. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Join us next time as the mission continues. Bring information, resources, and support to an evolving world. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. 
Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. <laughs> 